Hi everyone, Brother George here with another episode of Bible Made Easy Podcast. Thanks a lot for joining me. If you've been listening to this podcast, you've probably heard me talk here and there about God's law of love and how it's now the ultimate biblical commandment. How did this law come about? Why is it so important? And what does this mean for the Old Testament laws? That's what I'll talk about today. Jesus described the law of love in Matthew 22, 37-40, where he said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. In order to appreciate the significance of the law of love, it's important to know its place in the history of God's ongoing revelation of his will and law to humanity. In the early era of humankind from creation, around 4000 BC, until the time of Moses, around 1400 BC, the primary way people knew right from wrong was through their consciences. At the time, God kind of mostly stayed in the background. The Bible hadn't yet been written, so people were mostly guided by their consciences, which was more than sufficient. But humanity violated their consciences profoundly and descended into such a state of violence and chaos that God sent a flood in about 2400 BC to wipe the slate clean and give humanity a reset. But sadly, even after that, humankind went straight back into disobedience and more depraved behavior. So then about 600 years after the flood, God revealed himself directly to Abraham, made a covenant with him, and instructed him to form a new nation that would obey God. God was still displeased at humanity's flagrant disobedience to their consciences, and he made an example out of a couple of particularly evil cities called Sodom and Gomorrah, which were infected with selfish, unloving, and wicked behavior, and so he destroyed those cities. No doubt the news of the fate of Sodom and Gomorrah traveled far and wide and was a wake-up call to humanity. But anyway, it took a while, but this nation, Israel, finally became fully established by around 1400 BC, and it was at this time that God got more specific in revealing his will and law. Out of necessity, he gave Moses a very strict set of about 600 plus commandments, including the famous 10, that outlined every aspect of worship, morality, civil law, and some very stiff punishments for the disobedient. Also included were a host of ceremonial laws and rituals that were required. Besides a heavy emphasis on the thou shalt nots and severe consequences for lawbreakers, concepts of love, mercy, generosity and human rights were introduced. The Mosaic law was tough and it was strict and it had the desired effect of producing the most righteous, morally advanced nation in the world at the time. When Israel obeyed, it thrived. And at its peak, under the great kings David and Solomon, 
became the envy of the surrounding nations. The Mosaic law was serving its purpose of this step of God's ongoing revelation to humanity. It was a good and necessary step, but it wasn't the final step or what God was really after because obedience to it was largely due to the severe consequences for disobedience. And unfortunately, in the long run, the Israelites largely disobeyed it anyway. So by the time Jesus came along, the Mosaic law had outlived its usefulness. Its application had become rigid and legalistic, and the religious leaders and lawyers who enforced it had become intolerant hypocrites who used the law as a tool of power harassment, even adding onto it their own laws and traditions that were heavy burdens for the people. Jesus told them so to their faces in Matthew 23:23, when he lambasted them for meticulously observing some parts of the law while neglecting the most important parts such as judgment, mercy and faith. It was time for God to go to the next step and to outline plain and simple what he was really after. Love and obedience to him from the heart, not because of fear of consequences. This was the intent of the law of love, and this is what Jesus emphasized. But it wasn't like he was saying something entirely new. The law of love Jesus outlined in Matthew was actually a combination of two laws that were already in the Mosaic law. Deuteronomy 6.5, which says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your might. And Leviticus 19.18, which says, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. What was new was the zeroing in on and emphasis on these two laws, and Jesus completely doing away with all the rest, the thou shalt nots, the civil and ceremonial laws and rituals. This shift in focus was a game-changer that hit the Jewish community like a bombshell. It enraged the religious leaders who were losing their power harassment tool, and many common Jews rejected it as well. Even many early Christians had trouble receiving it because they couldn't wrap their heads around the fact that the old law was dead and buried. But multitudes of Jews and also non-Jews who previously felt unjustly like outsiders did receive it with joy. They were finally free from the burdens of the rigid Mosaic laws and all its ritualistic ceremonialism and free to just love God and others from the heart. Jesus' teachings caught on like wildfire and the Christian movement was born. Thank God. Okay, so does this mean we don't have to keep the Old Testament laws at all? Well, it doesn't mean all of them should be ignored or are totally irrelevant. In fact, many of them do fall under the umbrella of loving God and loving your neighbor. But as a whole, as a unit, as a complete package, they're invalid now, being superseded by the law of love. They served their temporary purpose as a bridge or teacher to get humanity from a place of ignorance of God's laws and total depravity to a clearer understanding and an ability to love God and others from the heart. As Paul says in Galatians 3.24, 
Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Jesus said that on these two law of love commandments hang all the Old Testament laws and the prophets, and that they fulfill and sum up their spirit and intent. Matthew 5.17 Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Romans 13.8-9 For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And Galatians 5.14 For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. What a magnificent treasure we've been given in the law of love, which has radically changed the world in a good way. And it can radically change your life as well if you follow it. How is this done? That's what I'll talk about in the next episode. Thanks a lot for joining me. As usual, you can find all the scripture references in the show notes. Please be sure to hit the like button and most of all, subscribe. Looking forward to you joining me next time. God bless you all. Bye.